Blog Talk Radio. Ministry broadcast. God bless you. Sit back and let's relax and enjoy the worship. Amen. We just heard Apostle Mears in Jamaica, and he said that God told us to follow instructions. So many times that we do things on our own and we don't listen to the voice of God, and he's saying that God wants us to take off the mask according to Acts chapter 13, verses 2 and 3, that we need to come to God in an open heart, open spirit, and to be obedient and to listen. You know, when it says here that when we hear God, that he says, my sheep Know my voice. Uh Uh-oh, I'll say it again. My sheep 
knows my voice. That means that God talked to us. Many a times people will say, do you know the voice of God? Is God talking to us? Is that really something that is true? Yes, it is. God is a God that he cannot lie. When you listen in a stillness, when you listen in a calmness, when you are obedient, that you can feel the very presence of God, you can feel the very move of God, and you're able to hear the voice of God. God made us in his image. It's just that our DNA is lined up with God's DNA, that we're a little lower than the angels, that we're able to know the presence of our creator. Yes, we can. It's just like a child that knows their mom, knows the voice of their mom, the spirit of their mom, they're close to their mom. They was in their mother's womb. So what Apostle Mears is saying is that we need to know the voice of God, and when we know the voice of God, that we are to forget about ourselves and yield to the very presence of God, because God made us in his image, that our whole life involved around the glory, the presence, and the blessings of God. And I want to say to you that even as a child, a child gets its nourishment from the mother, that we get our nourishment from God. Apostle Mears in Jamaica is saying today that when God speaks to you, the Creator, the Father of heaven and earth, that this is the comfort zone that we need. He takes care of all our needs. We don't have to worry if we turn it over to him. He knows every hair on our head. If you take care of the sparrows, he will take care of us. That's right. God takes care of his creation. Just like the little birds, he makes sure that there's food and water and shelter. Isn't it amazing how you can see the birds fly high, even in a different temperature of the weather that a bird is able to survive and have little birds? It is so sweet when you can just see the miraculous of the creation of God. God wants us to totally depend on him, not depend on what man say, not depend on the things of the earth, because that will pass away. You know, I see so many. I heard someone who was very sad. You know, they were very successful. And I said to him, truly the Lord has blessed you, that you're very successful in business. And he rebuked me and said, it was by my own might, my own hands, that I worked this particular business and raised to where I am in my um, success. And I felt very sad for that man because if it wasn't for God waking him up in the morning, if it wasn't for God giving him strength in his body, if it wasn't for God who put the vision in his mind or gave him the capability to understand how to make that business successful, And he boasts about the power of the success of that business was because of his strength. He said, you know, God blessed me, but it was me, but, 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 but. And that's what Apostle Mears was saying. Don't be a but, a B-U-T-T, but no, it was God, B-U-T, that you cannot give your own self credit for things that has been a blessing in your life or even a curse in your life because God has brought you through. If your subsidy, if everything that you depend on, if it's not on God, is in vain. 
So Apostle Mears was saying that when you get to the point in your life that it's me, myself, and I, that I did this all by myself, that's when you run in trouble. And this is what the Bible was speaking about. This is what it is from the beginning of time up until now, that God has made it possible. When in the very beginning, when he said, let there be light, that it was light in this earth. It was light above, light below, heaven above, heaven below. There is a God that not only makes promises to mankind, but there is a God that has created mankind. We have to be obedient to what God tells us to do. Even in the very beginning of creation, it was that when God gave instructions even to Adam, and he told him exactly what he needed to do, exactly where he needed to eat and to lay his head, he chose to do things on his own. Uh-oh, that's when he got in trouble. That when you get to the point that you can think ahead of God, that you just will trust in your own uh, ability. And, and speaking about that same man, guess what happened? He got sick to the point that um, his, he had a slip disc in his back, and he could barely uh, stand up to do the work that he said that he built this empire by himself, and he got crippled to the point that he couldn't walk. He had to go get surgery. He cried from the pain, and he couldn't uh, do the things in his business that he wanted to do, and he had to turn it over to other people. You know, sometimes God will let you go ahead and do your own thing because a hard head make a soft tail. I'll say it again. A hard head make a soft tail. You can even look at even in Exodus where God had instructed Moses. And he told Moses to take the people from Egypt to the promised land. Moses didn't want to go. Moses had already felt a sense of rejection. He had to go through a lot of struggles. He disagreed the way the politics and government was set up, and he was vocal. Sometimes when we run our mouth and we just uh, say whatever we feel we want to say, we're big enough to say what we want to say, you have to use wisdom. You can't say everything that comes to your mind. you got to watch your tone. you got to watch the people that you around. This one thing I love about when I read about Jesus, when they were saying all these things about Jesus, Jesus said, he said, what did they say? Who did they say that I am? That's one thing I like. He let people come to their own conclusion. He didn't have to stick out his chest. He didn't have to prove nothing to no one. He said, I came to be about my father's business. He came to fulfill the prophecy. Moses was sent by God to release people from bondage. Moses was used to take the people of Egypt to a place of milk and honey, a place where they could start over, a place that they could have refuge. So many times when God gives instructions, he has already, already have a plan for us according to Jeremiah 29 and 11, that God has a plan for his creation. He knows what we need and what we're going to do in life. It's already written in blueprint. Don't you think? Now think about this. The same Bible that gives us instructions from Genesis to Revelation, 
the same Bibles that's been here over 2,000 years or more, the same Bible that is, is telling us who our God is. Don't you think that same God has a blueprint for our lives? that each one of us will be accountable for our own life work, that we will be judged according to the Lamb Book of Life, and that we will have to meet our Creator one day. So you don't want to feel as though that you are tiny God. You don't want to feel as though that you have all the information that you need and that you're able to do things according to your will. God forbid. I would encourage all the listeners today, as I said to you before, that when you listen to the voice of God, when you listen to him, yes, God talks to you. You are not crazy. You did hear from God. He has a sweet voice, a still voice, a kind voice, because it says that my sheep know my voice and that he will guide us, he will lead us, he will supply all I need. So we love the Lord, and we want to encourage you, don't get so high-minded that you will not follow the instructions of God. And this is what I was uh, wanted to play to you this morning, the prophetic word that Apostle Mir said, that God wants us to follow his instructions and not our own mindset that we need to listen and follow the wisdom, the direction, and the purpose for our lives according to God. Some people might say, well, I don't know the purpose. Well, when you read your Bible, it says to worship him in spirit and truth. It says to follow his commandments. They are ten. And he also gave us different examples throughout the word of God that we could live by. He had made intervention through the word of God, through the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, and through his Holy Spirit that sits high look low, that move and hoover over us, the waters above and the waters below, that we're able to have instructions. We're able to have a blueprint for living if we will listen and obey God. You know, only through the birth, the, uh, the birth, death, and the resurrection of Christ can we be successful. The songwriter says that it was Jesus. It was Jesus who walked that Damascus road. It was Jesus who died on Calvary's hill. It was Jesus whose blood was spilt on the cross for us. It was Jesus who was dead, buried, and rose. On the third day, it was Jesus who sits on the right hand of the Father and make intercession for us. Moses followed the instructions of God, and he helped the people to be freed from an oppressed situation, from a situation that undermined them as a human being, and also to give them a promise of hope. I would say to you today, that you have to keep looking up, get away from negativities for people who want to tear down you, your character, who you are in the body of Christ, and for you to believe that to God. Let us listen to a sermonic hymn at this particular time, Ada, only you, Jesus. And I 
And I will ask everybody again, this is Ada, A-D-A, it says, only you, Jesus. When you get to the point to know who your Savior is, that you can just praise him and you can worship him. Let us listen to this. Amen.
for us that can change our situation around. We thank God for the hospitals. We thank God for the doctors and nurses and the medications that he put on this earth to heal our bodies. But only God can give that intervention so it can work. Only God can give the miraculous, the divine healing that we need so that we can sustain and be alive in the land of the living. This is why it's so very important that we follow instructions. You know, I was telling you about the young man that he got to the point that he looked over his success, he looked over his wealth, and he took the credit that God woke him up in the morning and he gave credit to God. But in his heart, he was giving credit to his own mindset, his own ability to figure things out and to pat himself on the back. That is very dangerous. I would say to all who are listening today, don't get beside yourself or get so uppity that you forget that you don't have the power to wake yourself up in the morning when you sleep, to wake yourself up again. And when the doctor says given up and say that all hope is lost, that you believe is by your ability alone, that you need a divine intervention of healing that only comes from the Father, that Jesus was born for us to show us the way that there is a great I am, there is an Alpha and Omega, there is a beginning and the end, there is an El Shaddai, there is a Jehovah, there is an Elohim, there is I am that I am, there is a great God that sits high and he looks low and he loves us. You know, just as I was saying that when you follow the instructions of God, you cannot go wrong. And if you want to know where the instructions are, you just have to look in the Word of God for yourself. You have to look at what the Scripture says. You can look at the Ten Commandments. He gave ten to tell us what we should and should not do. And all through the Word of God, he even gave us wisdom tips. That when you even read the wisdom of Solomon, when you look at the wisdom that he has given us in his word so that we do not have to make a mistake, that we are truly blessed in the Lord, that we are his beloved, I would encourage you to know that your God is a good God and that we love him and that we are to worship him in spirit and truth. You know, it's so very important, even on the Sabbath, whenever your Sabbath is, whether it's on a Saturday or Sunday or even a Friday evening or even through the week, fellowship together in love, fellowship together in peace, and make sure you worship your God and follow the scriptures and his commandment so that you can be successful. Yes, you're going to have some hard times. Yes, you're going to go through opposition. Yes, people are going to scandalize your name. Yes, you're going to deal with those who want to make you feel less than. Isn't it amazing? A human being that is created can look down on another human being and say negativity things, can try to turn them down or make them feel less than. But yet they don't have the heaven or hell to put you in. Even I heard some people, you know, they bite the tongues because this person helped even to pay bills. But what happened if the money runs out? What happened 
If they stop paying the bills, you're right back where you started. Let your substancy, let your hope, let your dependency, let everything that you dwell in your body, soul, and spirit, let it depend on God, that only through God will you have a life that's sustained, a life that's dependable, a life that's consistent, a life that you know that your God is your intervention, that he loves you. We want to do praise and worship at this time, as I said, and we thank you for being patient. We were listening to our apostle in Jamaica that God gave him a word that we need to follow God's instruction more. Stop following our own mindset. As we listen to Cena now, that is another uh, worship artist, and we want to glorify God. Let us go into the inner court and just enjoy him and abase ourselves in worship as we reflect on the goodness of God that there is a great I am, and it's not you, but it's God. Amen.
that we demonstrate. God wants us to follow those instructions and to devote our heart, our soul and mind to him. I want to encourage you today to not only go and worship your God at a place of your choosing, to fellowship together, to show love together, to uh, support the vision of God, but at the same time to forgive yourself for the things that maybe you have done in the past or to others and forgive those around you. No one is perfect. It's why Jesus came to this earth to show us a better way. This is why Jesus wanted us to show how to love God. He showed us true devotion. He was on a mission for God. He walked through the shadows of life for God. He acknowledged that he belonged to God, and he fellowshiped with God in the wilderness. He fellowshiped with God in prayer. He fellowshiped with God in fasting. He fellowshiped with God in teaching others and instructing others the way that God wants us to live and to carry our life. That Jesus was that sacrifice that God sent to say, look, let me show you how to have the right gratitude. Let me show you the honor and the respect in worship for our God, our creator. Yes, he is. That we are his beloved, that we need to show who our father is and whose we are. You know, as I always tell everybody that you just have to walk. I walk that I can just worship God in my heart, mind, and soul because I believe and I know for a fact that my God is a mighty God. Yes, he is. So as you get up and as you go about your daily routine, keep God in your heart. Keep loving your mouth. Keep loving your soul. And watch how you treat other people as yourselves. There were times in my life that I was not treated fair, and I definitely wanted to leave a situation, but my God told me to stay. You know why? Because he was trying to show me, can you stay in the valley of dry bones? Can you stay there in forgiveness? Can you stay there in love? Can you stay there because you could be that last hope of prayer? that last hope of instructions to give a person so that they can have longevity of life. Don't you know that your life is important not only to God, but to the persons that's around you, to the people who are around you, that you have a purpose, and that is to not only to give your testimony, to prophesy, exalt, edify, and encourage each other, but lift each other up in the things of God, in the way of God, that only Jesus is that payment. He is the repair of the breach. He is that lifeline, that bloodline, that bridge back to the Father because of the fellowship that we need to be released from that sin offering that we have committed against the commandments of God. God bless you again as we listen to Nathaniel Basie and just to say that our God is a great God featuring Chandler Moore that we want to tell you only God is mighty. 
and we need to each and every day give him the worship and the praise. Yes, he is, and you are special to God, and don't let nobody tell you that you're not. God bless you again. You're listening to the Fivefold Ministry Broadcast. Amen.
burial, and resurrection can we have eternal life, that Christ's death was that perfect offering for us so that when we get so, we don't follow the instructions of God. When we get beside ourselves and believe that we are little tiny gods, a little tiny Jesus, that we have made a mistake, that only Christ is the perfect man, only Christ is the one who is blemish-free, who have not sinned, and that God is using him as a means for us to humble ourselves, to get things right, and to get back in fellowship with God. Jesus is that perfect man, and he gave all of himself, not only to follow the will of the Father, but to show us his creation a better way, that Jesus is the way of fellowship, the repair of the breach, the bloodline, that bridge back to God. Yes, that we love him so. As the preacher said this morning, that we need to follow God's instructions, that if we live in such a way that when we look at ourselves in the mirror, in this United States, Michael Jackson uh, had a song, again, that's Michael Jackson, had a song that he would say, look at the man in the mirror. When you can look at yourself and realize that you've done the best that you can, there is no shame or condemnation that you can smile and know that you hope that you live in according to the gospel of Jesus Christ and that your Father is pleased that you can look at your reflection as a beacon of light, that that light that you use can guide others into spiritual truth. The conversations that you have can give someone hope. The instructions that you tell people in good character and good wisdom can guide them into all spiritual truth. You know, I was watching a documentary that I couldn't understand how people could live in cruelty, that there is someone that will beat them and turn them down, put on them, curse at them, undermine them, say all negative things against them, and just be rude and nasty and evil. But then I, I looked further that that was a conditioning that the people had to stand persecution, they had to uh, stand oppression, and they were dealing with depression to the point that it showed them that how tough is their skin when they said enough is enough. We thank God for those leaders as we approach this month of, as we say, Black History Month here in the United States. There were those that said enough is enough, that you have tough enough to say that I am somebody that I am a human being like you, that I'm made in the image of God like you, I breathe the same air as you, and that I am somebody divinely made and special to God. Yes, you are. You don't have to change who you are as a person that God has made. You are made beautiful in the sight of God. I remember when I went to the doctor, and the doctor said that people frames or their body type, or their structure are made for that particular bone or human being, that all of us is not going to have the same features, uh, the same color, the same weight, or even the same frame. 
stigma makeup because there are different cultures and nationalities and races of people. However, we have our own DNA and our own blueprint. When you get to the point to say, this is who I am, I'm wonderfully made. I'm made in the image of God, and I am special to God. Yes, you are. I'm on this radio station as well as on TV now to encourage you that you are somebody special to God. You can listen to us every day through the week, even on the weekends, and see us daily on TV. God has made it possible that we are all over the world, around the world, and this radio station is worldwide just to spread the good news that not only is Jesus is coming back, but he's given us a chance to repent. He's given us a chance to get it right. He's given us a chance to do the things to correct that we know we have done wrong. Find someone that you have offended and say, I'm sorry. Talk to someone that you have cursed out and say, forgive me. Go to someone that you know that you have torn down and say that I was out of my head and please beg pardon. Get things right before you leave this earth. It's not guaranteed that you will see a tomorrow, a next week, or next year. You want to live each day in your best life and do the things that you know that is right before God and before man. That Christ, as I said, died for us so that we can be restored back to the Father. But it is up to us. It is up to us. I'll say it again. It is up to you to deal with the consequences of your sin if you don't get it right. God is saying today to follow the instructions of his word. It was given to us by our bishop, apostle, and Jamaica. And we thank God for them, as I said, that we were there uh, in the summertime, we was treated royal, and we saw different nations of people was stretched all over Jamaica, and truly we was received in love. And I want to say to you, as you travel around the world, show love, humbleness, and respect, really respect for other people and culture. It is not about you. It is about God and the grace that he has given you to see another day or another hour. You know, God has taught us, as we saw all through the Bible, especially even in uh, uh, Genesis, even down to uh, Leviticus, that God was teaching people how to worship him and how to put the emphasis that God is the creator, that we are lords and the angels. We are over the dominion of animals in this earth. We have a place in him, in the the scheme of things, in the plan of God, and that he wants to restore. He wants to restore our fellowship with him. You know, God decided even in the beginning of the world that he wanted to fellowship with the creation that he made. This is why he walked in the cool of the day with Adam because he loved him so, and he wanted him to follow his instructions, even then that he fell from the Garden of Eden. But you know what? It's never too late. Each and every day that God wakes you up, that God open up your eyes, that that is your offering, and say, God, thank you that I woke up in the land of the living. Thank you, God, that I have breath in my body. Didn't you see the very specialness of COVID that 
when COVID hit all over this world, we had to wear masks. We couldn't um, embrace people like we normally would and give them a hug or kiss on the cheeks. We couldn't have real close contact and just be up in their face that even the very air that we breathe was numbered, that now people are wearing masks, afraid that they'll catch germs or disease. There are different variants and strands. People have gotten so many booster shots to try to combat this plague. But what it should have taught you when you was housebound or when you could not move among different countries or nations and travel, don't take life for granted. Don't take breathing this air for granted. Don't take being in this uh, earth for granted. Wasn't it nice that we could fellowship and travel around the world as we please and go to different nations and break bread and eat food? But now we have to use cautions and wash our hands, wear our masks, sanitize our room, have our uh, space and have so many uh, distances that even when we meet our brother, we can't even shake hands without putting sanitizer on it. So God is trying to tell us that follow instructions. We followed instructions during COVID with this mask and getting our sanitizer and our Lysol. So we need to follow instructions of that Holy Bible so that we too don't have to be separated from that eternal life of breathing to have eternal life, to be with the Godhead, to be in a place that he has prepared for us, or to be his beloved and his sheep, to have eternal life. Yes, Christ's death has taken away our sins, but it is up to us to follow the instructions and to make those sacrifices so that we can take what is unclean, Take what is negative, take what is thoughtlessness, that how we have been ungrateful or show dishonest to others or even to ourselves to get it right. I want to encourage you today that you just put a smile on your face to treat others the way that you want to be treated. Speak in love, exalt, edify, and encourage. If you don't have nothing nice to say, then don't say it at all. Just keep your mouth quiet. Because that, too, is another mark against you, and that could tear someone down. You know, it's sad when other people have to suffer at your hands, have to suffer at something that you said out your mouth, and have to suffer because of you. God forbid, that's damnation on your soul. So I want to encourage you again that God got so much love for you that he has made it possible through you too, Facebook, Internet, the blog, uh, Instagram, all over, worldwide radio, worldwide TV. We thank God for those producers that he has given them the vision to open up radio so that the gospel can be preached. You know, I give uh, kudos out to Archbishop that that's one of the radio producers. Truly, she's a great woman of God that she made it possible to link me up with a young man in Pakistan. What was so cool about that, not only did God give her the vision for radio, for TV, for Internet, she's phenomenal. What God did was through that vision, and she followed God's instructions that it reached nations all over the world, which you believe that I was linked up with a young man in Pakistan that's going on two years now, and that we were able to fellowship, 
He was able to learn biblical or Bible studies, uh, sermon writing. He was able to be encouraged in prayer. He He asked basic questions. This same man that God has used to link up with fivefold, he is now an elder. He's going to seminary Bible college. He has a following of people. He's teaching Christianity around the world, and souls are getting saved so that they could have eternal life. All because he was humble, he followed instructions, and he said, for God I live, for God I die, that God used him to link up with people who could rightly divide the word of truth and help him in his journey. But it was made possible through a visionary of Archbishop that God had used for international radio. Thank God that she pushed towards the mark of the high calling. Thank God that God had humbled us so that we can help our brothers across the seas. Yes, we may not understand their language. Yes, sometimes it may be muffled. Yes, sometimes we cannot even communicate. But if we do understand those simple words of hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, amen. You have to listen with a spiritual ear not to condemn, not to judge the negativity. And we thank God that through that, through that connection, that now we are worldwide, that we stretched all over the country, we thank God for those kind words that's coming from Russia as well as China. We thank you for enjoying the broadcast. We thank you for our invitation to Saudi and Dubai. That we thank you for those uh, who have invited us to Africa, and we thank you for even the invitation back to Jamaica and Pakistan. I say all of that. When you worship God in love, when you treat others the way that you want to be treated, when you can recognize the good in people and not condemn because of how they look or how they talk or how they dress, please don't get so uh, arrogant or get so vain to judge a person by an outward appearance. God said to judge by try the spirit with us in love and judge from the heart to judge in kindness. God said try the spirit. He didn't say condemn the spirit. Amen. Amen. You know why? Because God got a lot of love for you. So as you move around in this world, be who you are. Be the carbon copy that God has made you. Treat others and speak with such love to be encouraged. And as you go out on your journey today, if you have done anything to anybody, say that you're sorry. Give them a call. Give them a hug or repent so that you can have it right in the Lamb Book of Life. God bless you again. You're listening to the Fivefold Ministry. And let us listen to another hymn as we get ready to close out. Mercy Chibo. It's saying that our God has a lot of love. It's Esther's love. God bless you. Amen.
the Sabbath, keep it holy, and to treat others the way that you want to be treated. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer. You've been listening to the Fivefold Ministry Broadcast, and God bless you as you enjoy worshiping God. Amen. Thank you, Lord, to my Lord.